Hi, I'm Maria Thea Harris of LSOs on social media. You're listening to A Great Sewing Friends Sew Over 50 podcast on Sew Organised Style. Stay listening. Sew Organised Style podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the elders past, present and emerging. Thanks for joining us on Sew Organised Style podcast for Sew Over 50 series about sewing friends. Sew Over 50 intersects with all communities. Today's podcast features two sewing friends as we continue with the series for the Sew Over 50 community. And you've actually already met both Julie and Gabrielle. So Julie of Consistently Different Designs and Gabrielle Kissentus are today's sewing friend guests. Hi, Julie, and hi, Gabrielle. Hi, Maria. Hi, Maria. We're happy to be here. Yes, very much so. Very proud to be invited again. Yes, thank you so much. We had the Julie podcast and we had the Gabrielle podcast. And now we've got the two of you together. Yes, the accent cocktail, a very global year. We got the US, we got the Australian and we got the German. Yes, of the three continents. When I listen to your podcast, I'm always amazed and, and I really enjoy that when people sound so different. You had Scottish, you had American, you had Australian, you had, I think, even Kiwi ones. Yes. And English, of course, and even within the English, there's different accents. I'm really enjoying that. So now we have some German accent in the mix. Since Die Hard, you know, the Germans are always the evil ones. <laughs> I, I can't top that, Gabriel. You know that. <laughs> Gabrielle, how did you meet each other? Well, I remember that I was at my first sewing camp when I was waiting to go to the iron board. We had two iron boards for 30 women. I was playing with my smartphone and Instagram. And then the Instagram algorithm showed me something. And I think it was a story by Sew Over 50 where there was this fantastic skirt, this Van Gogh made as a skirt. And I was like, oh, my God. And I showed it to Kerstin, Miss Molly Polly on Instagram. And she said, yeah, yeah, I know that account. They're really good. You know, there's always a friendly tone there and it's really good. So I started following it and I looked up Julie, the maker of the Van Gogh skirt. And I thought, wow, this is incredible. And then there were these photos from all over the US. I think there was a beach photo dress that was made from net or so. And it was amazing. I was like, oh my God. And then... Julie wrote that she sold her house and then Corona lockdown came and she had to live in a motel. And I'm like, oh my God, can you imagine that? Living in a motel room and I've lived in US motel rooms so I know how they are. Only having your, your suitcase and the car in front of it and nothing else to do for a woman that sews so well. So whenever a German friend would complain about the terribleness of lockdown, I said, no, 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 <laughs> no idea. It's much worse. And then there was more or less quiet, not a lot happening on Julie's account, until she showed the bridesmaid dresses. And one or two days later, her, her bridal gown, she made herself. Oh my God, you're a bride. You're so excited. And then you sit there and sew your own dress and that of the bridesmaids. I mean, you have somebody to pay that to do that for you. So I wrote her and I was absolutely flabbergasted. And, uh, couldn't fathom how you could actually do that and go through it and then have a result that looks so awesome. 
I told her my own story, I think. Maybe right away, how I got married, or maybe I waited politely for a reply, I'm not sure. <laughs> so we started chatting every day, actually. <laughs> Sometimes four times a day. Exactly. It only eased a little bit this summer when I was traveling and you were traveling. So we reduced now to three times a week. But in the beginning, it was every day. It was uh, really cool. Oh, it was like constant. I would wake up to you. I would wake up and I would look for my new morning message from Gabrielle. One of the first things that I had to do, I had to create a little grid that told me what time it was in her area compared to what time it was in my area. And we even did it together to avoid when you were having dinner because Gabrielle is a fabulous cook. And so she makes wonderful meals. It's like, okay, I can't interfere in her meals. And I need to know when she's going to sleep and when she's waking up. So we created a grid so we would know when were the best times to chat. I would tell my husband that I'm going to bed now. I'm just going to brush my teeth. And then half an hour later, he would look for me, find me sitting on the bathroom stool typing. He's like, oh, is it Minnesota again? <laughs> Didn't you want to come to bed? And my husband calls her Germany. Are you talking to Germany? Say hi to Germany. Yeah, Richard calls you Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> but Julie, why don't you tell how you felt about this German woman stalking you? Well, I had been warned by my daughters to just be careful. And I hadn't really established any friendships. I mean, I felt like I knew lots of people and I was getting better at Instagram. I had been on just a little over a year when we met in August, because like you said, my wedding post was basically when we started talking together. So Gabrielle and our anniversary is the same as our wedding anniversary. So we'll always remember that when we got together. Um, anyway, I hadn't really seen a lot of stories. I mean, I was just happy to be doing sewing and Instagramming and responding and replying and some of that. But Gabrielle is an amazing person at doing stories. It's like she has her whole life in stories and there's beautiful scenery. And I remember when you went on vacation with your mom just a few weeks after we started talking and I felt like I was on vacation with you and your mom, it was the most wonderful thing. It was fabulous. So even though at first I was a little hesitant because this is the first person that really was asking me questions, but it's like, no, she's real. I'm telling my daughters, it's like, no, she's a real person. I like her. No, she's a nice person. Really? <laughs> You know the Germans from Die Hard, they're always evil. So this is the long-term heist here. I have the long-term plan. <laughs> exactly. Your accent. If I would have heard your accent, then it's like, oh, maybe we wouldn't be friends. But luckily the accent didn't come through on Instagram. Exactly. You should wait until you hear Richard talk. He really enjoys talking like worse than Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no way. He's really growing his German accent. He loves it. So we did sewing. We talked sewing things. And we've always had some amount of sewing things in our talks. But it seems like it was a lot more than that. Almost right away from the beginning. Oh, like especially Instagram things. Like I said, you know, you're so good with your stories. That it's like I was blown away. And I was thinking, how can I be better at doing stories? And that kind of, I think, even led to us becoming closer and more connected. So I was starting to get this idea of 
I want to be better at stories. I also wanted to be more involved in Instagram, but I knew that I couldn't keep up with all the sewists. I was not really a fast sewist. And my goal wasn't just to make a bunch of clothes because it's like, I already had quite a few clothes. And since I wasn't really working anymore, I didn't need a lot of other clothes, but I did have a passion in process. All right. So I spent many, many years being a process engineer and looking at behind the scenes things. And what is the process and how do you get from here to here? And I'm like, okay, I want to maybe apply that to the sewing. And so I started thinking about that. And I, I approached Gabrielle first and I'm like, Hey, what do you think if I create something where I post like what I'm working on and encourage people to do that? And of course, she's wonderful. She probably didn't, you know, in her mind, she probably thought she's a little bit crazy, but she was so positive. She's like, yes, you need to go for it. Go for it. Yes, do it. And so after a little bit of, you know, thinking through some things, I came up with the WayWat, mm-hmm. the that's the acronym for what am I working on today? Yeah. And I put it out there. And who do you suppose was the very first person after me who posted their Waywat? Hashtag Waywat? Gabrielle. Yay. Of course. Because my Waywats of this year are still the same of last year. <laughs> I can toast a sleeve. Yeah. I can make a sleeve out of five parts instead of one. Yeah. Great. There's not so much news to my favorites. It's more or less the same. I'm so amazed what people come up with. Oh, the variety of things that are posted. And when you said that uh, you were not good at stories, I mean, how you find all those gimmicks that match, that's uh, amazing. And, and uh, yeah, must be a lot of work every Friday to post everything with such a smart and funny comment. Yeah. And it's a thin line. You know, it's global. People are from all over the world. People have different senses of humor. And just to make it still fun without overstepping, I think that's really a skill. Oh, thank you, Gabrielle. See, I told you she is still like my biggest supporter and biggest cheerleader. And yes, when we had the Waywat one year anniversary and I asked her about, it's like, well, do you think I can do a, you know, a giveaway? Because it's been a year and it's like, she's like, Double thumbs up. It's like, yeah, Gabrielle. But that's also one of the things to talk about with our sewing friendship is how much she has opened me and given me exposure to other people in her area or in her circle. It might not even be in her area. Um, It could be people in Germany, like we can talk about Lindy, but it's also people from all over the world. And I'm hoping that I've given her some exposure to some sewing people, but that's kind of what you see with Sew Over 50 or what you see on you know, our sewing community on Instagram is the connections. And I just wanted to put out there that I don't think that there is a better person than Gabrielle for making connections with people and reaching out and talking to people and being friends. I mean, you have so many connections and so many friends and it's like so amazing you will do to me and I know you do it to other people too. I know you do, but you will send me a link and say, Hey, you might be interested in this person's work or, Hey, have you read this article about this? So it's like, you're always kind of connecting people and their interests and things. It's like, it's just amazing. And of course, and that's how we grow and grow. I'm still stalking you most. (laughs) 
you get my most link. There's a few other people that are also sent links to, but um, don't be afraid. You still get the most. <laughs> so this is really going into what's, what's connected you two together, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really is. It's been our love of sewing, our love of connections, of things, of people, our love of Instagram. But I would say also a big connection was how Gabriella invited me to be part of a sew along. I mean, I'd only known her for just a little bit and I'd never done a sew along before. And she was already so experienced. She leads sew along, she does all this stuff. And she invites me not just to participate, but she's like, okay, you be a co-host. I'm like, I don't even know what a sew along is. <laughs> I've been a strategy consultant, so I can, I can show off. This was my second sew along I did with you. So that's, that's that much more experience. Gotta start somewhere. Look at how brave she is. See, she is brave. I looked at her, it's like, she is brave and she is doing a so long in a worldwide community. But yeah, and now how many, I mean, you've done multiple. Yeah, different ones. It's, it's interesting to see how each develops differently and uh, attracts different people. And some of the participants of the so longs I'm still in touch with you know, with a response to a story or a comment and others have just vanished or disappeared. So it's, it's uh, interesting how it actually develops. But I think to really have an in-depth relationship as we have, you know, we're going steady now. I asked Julie actually after three months because I've been to the US as a student. So I know that, you know, you have to ask if you're going steady now or if you can still see other people. <laughs> and I did, I did ask. Thanks to Sober 50, we're both polyamorous. But this first relationship, it's like in a marriage, like the first wife. Yes, yes I'm your first wife. You're my first wife, yes. <laughs> yes, so exactly. Like you said, we're going steady, but we can still see other people. Exactly. <laughs> what I wanted to say is that the sewing is still there and it takes a big part, but there must be more. I think if the only thing you talk about a sewing, then you don't talk every day. There needs to be a little bit more. I think it was actually something that, that kept us together or brought us together is that we live in different continents and different, live different lives. I'm in Berlin in the city, actually living in the, where all the parties happen. You know, it's like Leicester Square in London for the people that know London. Mm -hmm. It's like Broadway if it was New York. So you're in the middle of everything. We're in the middle of people mm -hmm. from everywhere. Uh, come here to have their bachelor parties and then I see with Juliet the look she has out of the sewing room where the deer come by and wave their hoops. We have more deer than people where I live. I mean <laughs> I can go days without ever seeing or hearing a person and then there's you. If I forget to buy enough milk it's a two-minute walk down to the next shop and you have to climb into a car and drive for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. We have to drive five miles just to find a sidewalk. I mean, you know, and, and there's you. Your apartment is on a sidewalk. I mean, you're, you're right there. I mean, we are so different. And I think that's also what attracts us. I mean, there's inner core similarities that we've found out by allowing ourselves to talk more and to learn more about each other. So we have, you know, core values that might be the same, but there are so many differences, but that makes it interesting. I can remember looking out your window, you know, you'd send me pictures and that's one of the things 
I would wake up in the morning and it wasn't just, you know, a few words, but there'd be a picture from like the art on her wall because I wanted to see what her apartment looked like. And mm -hmm. then the view from her patio window. And it's like, oh, it's so, you're, you're very exotic. So to me, it's like, you know, you're, you're in a different country and you're inner city or, or where it's happening. And it's, it's always, you know, so, so fun. It's definitely sewing is what connected us from the very beginning and it still is a thread that keeps us connected but there's so much beyond the sewing and it's the families and I have elderly parents and Gabrielle has a mom who's getting older mm -hmm. and you know when we talk about that or there's different things about the government she has you know a master's degree in you know, she's got a degree in economics and smart things. And, and she's filling me in on, on things we're talking about, things that are over my head. But it's like, it's so interesting. It's fulfilling. That's what it is. I feel like as sewing friends, it's not just the sewing friend. I mean, I'm, I was thrilled because I've not had a sewing friend. As a matter of fact, Gabrielle, I'm so jealous because like you have Nicole and you have Kirsten and you know, and Lindy, some other people in real life. So I'm like, oh, I want a sewing friend. So at least, you know, it's wonderful to have somebody to talk about with sewing things and somebody that understands and we can talk about fabric and patterns. Yeah. But it really does go beyond that in, in my, my opinion. Hmm. So I'm jealous that you have this huge basement and you can do all the dyeing. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I would start that, I would get a divorce immediately. I am very pleased that I have space for sewing and place for dyeing. But my husband has to be careful when he's talking to people and they're like, where's Julie? Oh, she's downstairs dying. Yes. <laughs> so how's Julie? Oh, she's dying. So yeah, we have to be careful. Yes, she's dying clothes or she's dying fabric. <laughs> Oh, but speaking of our houses, though, I mean, how long was it after we started talking that we all we already said um, when we'll get together? We're planning to see each other. It might not be for a few years, but someday I already know Gabrielle and Richard will come to Minnesota and we have a guest room set up for them. And I'm already practicing some of the meals that I will prepare. So I definitely want them to come here. And or we'll meet them somewhere. Sounds like a real treat. Yeah, but you know, Julie, you have to, to repeat that invitation at least 20 times until I can come because I know that the Americans always say, oh, you have to come over and visit. Because if a German invites you to come over and visit, he really means it because Norman would never say it. So I know from a lot of, from some Germans that got the invitation to come over and visit and had to look into that very surprised face of the American host who didn't expect to be taken so literally. That is so funny because you're right. I think in America or even for sure in Minnesota, that's probably just one of those things. Oh yeah, come over. Let's get together for coffee. It's like, that's probably just what they say. If you live in Bavaria, uh, instead of saying good morning, people say, Grüß Gott. So give greetings to God. Nobody expects that God is coming around to be greeted. So there's a lot of, idioms or phrases that people say where if you come from that culture you know it's just a polite form 
but Germans tend to translate because German and English are so, so similar. <laughs> there can be quite some surprises when the Americans say, oh, you're welcome. I'm welcome? Oh, that's nice. I'm welcome. <laughs> well, no, it has a different meaning. When I was in London the first time in a meeting and I proposed something and then my English colleague said, it's very interesting. I was like, yeah, so shall I talk more about it? No, actually it means shut up. This is very stupid. <laughs> mm -hmm. But he said, interesting. Very funny. It's difficult for Germans to learn other languages. We're not aware of our own phrases. We probably have some as well, but then when it's translated back, it can lead to some interesting situations. So even just hearing her stories or, you know, the, the connection there of, you know, hearing about German things and the English thing and what this means and, and that kind of talking, it's like, I feel like doors have been opened in my mind. It's like, oh, I never thought of that. Or, oh, you know, these different things. So it's like a cultural exchange. You know, it's not only is it a friendship, I feel like we have, and I should uh, clarify, friendship, sewing instructions, and a cultural exchange. <laughs> it's, yep. Three great things that you share. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's the end of part one. In part two, you'll hear what Gabrielle and Julie have planned for 2022. This episode of Soul Organized Style Podcast for Soul of the 50 was produced by me, Maria Theoharis, with permission of Julie and Gabrielle. Sound by bensound.com. You can subscribe to Soul Organized Style Podcast, but with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Make sure you give us a five-star rating and review. Support this podcast through our Patreon account as every podcast is free. We have so many great So Over 50 podcasts for you to catch up on and hear from the great people in the So Over 50 community. We hope these podcasts help you stay connected and make you smile. Post any questions or podcast suggestions you have on our podcast website at soulorganizedstyle.com or on our Facebook page or on our Instagram account at Style. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.